Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Wednesday morning here at Wax, good morning, royalty in the house. We're going to talk rodeo, the Spooner Rodeo here in just a couple of minutes, get you all set up for a, a big weekend of rodeo over in, uh, up in Spooner, rather, as we have a beautiful weekend, keep our fingers crossed, for rodeo and every other activity going on. We'll talk about the crop progress report, how that looks. Also, you got dairy cattle, you want to get into World Dairy Expo? time to start entering those cattle as well. So lots to talk about, rainfall report cards, and as we said, royalty from the rodeo. We'll find out what's going on at Spooner this morning. We've got about uh, eight minutes before five o'clock, and as we look at our weather forecast this morning, brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Remember, today is Wednesday, and Marquardt Motors is hosting food trucks at their Lake Halley location every Wednesday this summer. That's today from 11 until 2. Check it out and support those uh, food trucks. Get some good food as well. Weather, oh, it's going to be pretty nice. Cloudy day today, so it'll be a little cooler than yesterday when it got uh, 90 around here yesterday. 78 today, 83 tomorrow and partly cloudy. Friday, Saturday, the same thing, low 80s. And then it looks like maybe Sunday and Monday, some rain in the forecast. 69 degrees right now in the valley. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, 69 degrees. Looking for 78 and some cloudy skies today. And as we said, we do have royalty in the house this morning. And that is the uh, the queen and the princess from the Spooner Rodeo. The queen is Bailey Brown. And Bailey, I'm going to ask you to pull that microphone right over close to you so that uh, everybody can hear your golden tones this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, do you get up at this time every morning? Nope. <laughs> are, are you excited to be up this early this morning? Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how convincing that was, but we'll go with it. <laughs> Hey, the rodeo, the 68th annual Spooner Rodeo. Man, oh, man. 
The only bad thing, I've been around for every one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this year's uh, rodeo performances. This week, Bailey, give us the, the time of the performances up at Spooner and the beautiful rodeo grounds there at the fairgrounds. So the rodeo starts at 7.30 every night, all Thursday, Friday through Saturday. And um, on a Friday night, we've got uh, the family wrangler night. And you can get tickets for two adults and up to five kids for only $40. All right. Good deal. And, and then, uh, the, but the all three, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all performances start at 7.30. Yep. All right. Now, uh, Thursday, you have something that starts at 6 o'clock that I think is a really neat part of the rodeo. Tell us about that. What's that all about? Yeah, so that's the Exceptional Rodeo, and it's for um, special needs kids to um, go out in the arena and perform their own rodeo, pretty much. And there's different activities. There's a little teeter-totter to um, kind of resemble a a bull and mm-hmm. they get to ride a horse around the arena and go on a cart and wave so it's pretty amazing to get the community and the special needs kids involved yeah it really is a yeah. great part of the rodeo well tell me about tickets uh, as far as you alluded to it a little bit but uh, more about the tickets uh, do we have reserve seating is it all general admission how do we get tickets and all that sort of stuff at this point in time you want to obviously be a will call type ticket or on your phone however this uh, new modern technology works now but what about tickets all of our reserve seat Oops, tickets. Here's dick pankhauser as well reserve seat tickets are sold out for saturday night all right and they are sold out for friday night all right uh we got reserve seats on thursday yet and we have limited amount of general admission ones on sun or on saturday uh pretty good supply yet for friday and thursday all right, so you do have some tickets available. A good problem to have. I guess uh, a lot of people have been to this rodeo for a long time, and of course, how many can you seat up there, Dick? Because I know over the years you've improved the seating and expanded. We we seat uh, five thousand six hundred people. Wow! So that's a good crowd up there. So again, Dick Fankhauser has been with the rodeo. Well, have you been there sixty eight years? <laughs> no, but I've been the chairman for about thirty six of them. I know you have. Dick's <laughs> been around the rodeo for a long time, so he knows what's happening. Again, with us. Bailey Brown is the queen, and the princess is Gloria Stump. And, uh, Gloria, some other things that are going to be going on at the rodeo, because we've got, uh, oh, a clown. We've always got some specialty acts. Tell us a little bit more about the, the specialty acts, because the rodeo clown is always uh, always a crowd pleaser. Yeah, so we have Trent McFarlane coming back again this year, and... You know, he always has a jokes for, you know, the parents that they can get a laugh, but, you know, also for the kids. And he's always done a really, really great job. He's also such a nice person, too. A lot of people go back and they talk to him afterwards and stuff. And overall, just a really great performer. Now, he'll be there at all the performances as well. Yep. All right. And uh, you got a guy. These guys always amaze me. Uh, the rope artists and these guys. Uh, who's that? So we have Tomas Garcilazo, who's a rope artist in Chero, and he actually hasn't been to our rodeo in quite a long time, so we're very happy to have him back this year. And uh, he'll be performing at every performance as well. Yep. Ah, that's good. So uh, how much are you involved in the rodeo? Are you uh, into horses and rodeoing or showing or anything like that? Absolutely, and I've been coming to this rodeo ever since I was little. It's kind of just been a family tradition to attend. So what kind of what kind of duties will uh, you and Bailey have during the rodeo? Well, we basically go around and we're just ambassadors for the rodeo. So we do radio interviews like this, TV interviews, and parades. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's good. And you ride your own horse in the rodeo, or do they give you <laughs> yes, one? Yes, we do. Yes. Oh, good for you. All right. So the uh, 68th annual Spooner Rodeo is upon us.
and it will be third tomorrow night already. Thursday night. Wow, where's the time fly? Seven thirty. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and we'll talk to uh, Bailey and Gloria and Dick as we go along this morning here on the farm show. But uh, again, weather-wise, it looks like uh, they hit the jackpot weather-wise. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just partly cloudy. We'll have sunshine temperatures in the low 80s. Great summer weather in Wisconsin, and uh, that's what we're always looking for. We've also uh, got a lot of news to take a look at, including our crop progress report. We'll get to that. And uh, rainfall report card, Dennis Will from over at Colby in June. Dennis had 2.91 inches of rain. Most of that was the 15th or earlier, had about half an inch of rain after the 15th. Seems like uh, everything goes around us over there in the Colby area. Not sure how the oat filled out and uh, without much rain. But uh, he plans to see us at Farm Tech Days at least a couple of days, as it's not too far from where he lives there. In Colby, Dennis, thank you. Dennis, one of our good, loyal rainfall reporters with his June report. And uh, we'll get more of that coming up. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The man accused of killing seven people at a 4th of July parade in Illinois could spend the rest of his life in prison. Brian Shook has more. He's facing seven counts of first-degree murder, and officials say more charges will be coming. Robert Cremo III will face a judge on Wednesday. Officials say he used a high-powered rifle and shot more than 70 rounds into a crowd of parade-goers. Seven people were killed, including the parents of a two-year-old who was there on the scene and a grandfather from Mexico who was in town visiting family. I'm Brian Shook. Visitors were told to shelter in place at an Illinois zoo due to a potential threat. Authorities say they got word from a crisis intervention hotline about a caller threatening not only to harm himself, but the lives of folks at the Brookfield Zoo. Riverside Police Department Director Matt Buckley. We did a methodical clear of the zoo after they went into their lockdown and checked every building to make sure everybody that wasn't any building was safe. Uh, and secure, and we escorted them to their vehicle to make sure that they uh, left the zoo safely. No injuries were reported. Officials aren't saying much about the nature of the potential threat. The January 6th House Committee is gearing up for its next public hearing. It's set to take place next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern. The Democrat-led committee is expected to direct much of the focus on the role extremist groups played in last year's attack on the U.S. Capitol. American Airlines is hoping for more Cuba flights. The North Texas-based air carrier has asked the federal government for permission to fly to five more Cuban cities starting in November. A spokesperson tells the Dallas Morning News it will help enhance service and access to cities outside Havana. You're listening to NBC News Radio. It's showtime. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, just south of Moyle and Clark County. The Meyer Farms 10-horse Belgian Pyramid Hitch returns, hooking twice each day. See what the Foundation Quarter Horse can do. Hear Integrity Horsemanship Trainer Randall Shirk. See the Clark County Mounted Search and Rescue in action. Fleet Farm is a sustaining sponsor of Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. Fleet Farm, built for real life. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, just south of Moyle and Clark County. Visit wifarmtechdays.org for details. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
Once again, weather, not too bad. Cloudy today. It'll be cooler. Yesterday we got 90. Today about 78. 64 overnight. Then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the Spooner Rodeo and other activities going on. Lots of nice weather. Partly cloudy to partly sunny in the low 80s. And then Sunday, a little chance of rain in the high about 83. Right now around the area, it's 65 in Medford. Cumberland, 64. Wausau, 68. Marshfield, 65. Warm spot, Lacrosse, 73 this morning, 67 in Green Bay and Milwaukee, Madison, Sun Prairie. They're about 71 this morning. Here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Valley, we've got 69 degrees and more numbers coming up. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. For those who work in acres... Not in hours. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's take a look at our markets, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. First of all, a cash livestock trade here in the Midwest. Choice fed beef steers, 146 to 155 and a half. Mixed steers, 109 to 145. Choice fed beef heifers, 145 to 150. Mixed, 110 to 144. Choice fed Holstein steers, 130 to 141. Select and choice, 99 to $1.29. Cows, 67 to 108. The bulls, 89 to 118. Butcher hogs have been trading, 90 to $1.05. Sows, 75 to 85. The boars, 17 to 29 and a half. New crop market lambs, 120 to 150. With the feeder lambs, 75 to 205. In the sheep and lamb trade, use 75 to 125. The small goats, 30 to 240. Medium goats, 140 to 330. And the large goats, Two hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars at the Mercantile Exchange. Livestock futures mostly lower yesterday. August live cattle one thirty two ninety two at the close, down a dollar sixty seven. October down a dollar and a half at one thirty eight forty seven. December one forty four oh five down one seventy two. February one forty eight eighty five down a dollar eighty seven. Feeder cattle were also lower. August one seventy two seventy down a dollar eighty. September at one seventy six ten down a dollar fifty five. October down one forty seven at one seventy eight ninety seven. November feeder cattle one eighty one ten down a dollar forty. January one eighty one forty down a dollar fifty two. Hog markets were mixed. Lean hog carcass contracts. July one twelve fifteen at the close. That was up two fifty five. August at one hundred five ninety five up two ninety seven. October eighty nine forty up forty seven. And December down seventeen at eighty two eighty. Board of Trade took a big hit yesterday. Sell off uh, non commercial sellers. Stronger dollar rain in the forecast. December corn yesterday closed twenty nine cents lower. November beans down seventy nine cents. September wheat down thirty nine. In uh, Chicago and down 58 in Minneapolis overnight. December corn down another four cents, 574. Oats up three at 450. December wheat up eight at 832. November soybeans up six cents from yesterday's fall of 79 cents, 1322 in meal up 480 a ton at $381.90. Barrel cheese and dairy markets also uh, went south. Barrel cheese down four at 216 and a half. Blocks down eight and three quarters, two oh eight and a half, butter down seven at two ninety four, class three lower, July down thirty two at twenty two ten, 
August down 74 at 2168, September down 75 at 2195, October down 61 at 2240. But the only thing we can say good news is the market's going down. August crude oil down $8.87 a barrel, now down under $100 a barrel, $99.56. Eight minutes after 5 o'clock, we'll talk rodeo, but we're also going to talk a little agronomy. Brad Batson joins us next here on Wax. It's time for a soybean update with John Gaska, research agronomist with UW Extension. Growers need to um, be aware of uh, label restrictions for the final herbicide applications that they'll be doing. Right now is probably the uh, around the, the end of the herbicide application season in general, especially with some of the uh, extend and enlist their Liberty Link type soybeans. Check your label, but basically around the R1 growth stage, the flowering stage is the end of the season for that. The next things that we'll be watching for, we'll be watching the weather and see how that might affect the incidence of white mold in soybeans. We have an app called Sporecaster that was developed by the plant pathology department through the through a grant through the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board, and that can help predict whether you might or not not have um, white mold in the field. So we'll be watching that. That's your soybean update brought to you by the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. For more information, visit badgerbean.com. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Where is the summer going? The 4th of July is behind us. The corn knee high, I believe, what I've seen. But let's find out for sure. Brad Matson joins us once again today on our Provision Partners program. Brad, of course, lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative with offices and mills in central and western Wisconsin and Brad, I think it's safe to say knee-high by the 4th, don't you? Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's in a couple fields that are shoulder-high, but most of the stuff is over knee-high, so we're doing doing quite well. We're a little bit behind of last year's uh, record pace, but we're doing quite well. Yeah, I don't think we can complain about uh, this year. Now that we got the crop in, it's growing, but there have been some challenges, and I understand you did something the other day for the first time. Tell me about uh, your spraying techniques now. Provision Partners uh, works with American Drone, uh, a company out of uh, Granton, Wisconsin, and we started spraying with a drone. And uh, we did some spraying last week, and uh, that was uh, pretty in- interesting. And uh, we've seen how the technology is uh, advancing quicker than we can even imagine sometimes. But we're finally to a scale where that technology is actually uh, feasible at this point in time. So as you look at using a drone versus a conventional sprayer, is drift still a problem, or can we get that drone right down on the crop or right down where it needs to be, and, and drift isn't such a problem? And how many acres are you capable of uh, with drones right now? Well, um, as far as drift, you know, you're still managing that. Um, the one advantage you have is the propellers on a, you know, when you got eight propellers forcing that stuff down, it. uh, uh, I was impressed uh, when we sprayed uh, a field here last week, and, uh, you know, there was no movement in that spray pattern. Um, they can do about 25, 30 acres an hour with their two machines that they've got, so, you know, the scalability is is, is there. Um, the accuracy is phenomenal, um, and uh, they can go right up to the edges and, and get over stuff that we probably can't get sometimes with the, with our with our boom sprayer, uh, 
biggest problem was he had to kind of stay away from the road a little bit because it kind of caused some traffic jams every once in a while. So people slamming on their brakes, and that was kind of interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's uh, uh, really uh, uh, technology, I think, is going to further improve. And once they get these, uh, 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 the legal aspects done with FAA on swarming, where they can run two, three, up to five machines simultaneously, then that's going to really change that method of application in the future. It really is, and uh, we might need it to spray aphids uh, in the future. You're seeing a lot of aphids out there, huh? Oh, yeah, the leafhoppers and aphids, aphids have just been phenomenal. We've been cutting a little hay here a little earlier, trying to stay ahead of it, watch the regrowth, but uh, definitely causing uh, some leaf loss, and we don't need to lose any of that protein with protein costs for our dairy people right now. So managing that, uh, getting out there and looking at it and and evaluating, do I spray, do I uh, uh, harvest a little earlier and stuff to, to stay ahead of the insects and maintain that forage quality is really important right now. And, of course, we're talking next week at this time, you'll be over in Clark County at Farm Technology Days. Tell us about Provision Partners' presence at Farm Technology Days, what are you going to be doing over there? Well, we're going to have our representatives from all aspects of uh, provision, our feed, our agronomy, and energy, and uh, we'll have uh, people there stop in and visit us. I believe we'll have uh, one of American drones in our booth, so you can kind of see how that technology, American drone, is also going to have their own booth uh, with their bigger machine, and and uh, you can see how that works and, and how that can maybe fit into your operation. Thank you, Brad. Brad Matson again, the lead agronomist with Provision Partners Cooperative. Make sure you stop and see him at Farm Technology Days next week in Clark County. Almost 14 minutes after 5, we'll take a look at some of the news. Talk more rodeo. The Spooner Rodeo coming up. Boy, the first performance already tomorrow night as we look at our news on WAC. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of their under 100 horsepower tractor lineup is rated number one for reliability. They feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for a full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chile today for all your equipment needs. They're west of Marshfield on 8th, then south on Y. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're going to talk rodeo here in a moment, but let's get you caught up on the crops quickly around the country. Hot, dry weather across the country. Major soybean and corn areas took the condition of the crops down a little bit. As of Sunday, corn 64% good to excellent. And uh, the soybeans, they're down a little bit as well, but uh, still Looking good across the country. Soybeans rated 63% good to excellent. Here in Wisconsin, both the corn and soybean crops are rated 76% good to excellent. Down 2% from last week for corn and 1% for the beans. 13% of the beans are blooming, slightly behind both last year and a five-year average. Oats look good, 83% good to excellent. 63% of the crop headed, 17% colored already. Fall, although it is after the 4th of July. The fall potato crop rated 91% good to excellent. Winter wheat is now 84% good to excellent. As far as haying is concerned, first crop pretty much wrapped up. 43% of second crop is also put up. Hay rated 79% 
good to excellent. So in pretty good shape with the crops around Wisconsin. Let's talk more rodeo. The 68th annual, and you can tell how old I am because I almost always want to say Heart of the North Rodeo, but it's now the, the Spooner Rodeo. It's the 68th annual and Bailey Brown is the queen. And, uh, Bailey, what's your involvement with horses? You get involved with that? Oh, yeah. So I've been involved with horses my entire life. Um, it's always been an important... You, what have you been showing? You've been in rodeo, little britches? What have you done? Oh, pretty much just... I've never been involved with the rodeo directly, and high school rodeo is pretty difficult to get into where we're at. But Yeah. So, so do you, uh, do you ever, have you guys shown at uh, different fairs? And Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. So now you graduated high school. You're going to college. Yeah. Where are you going? What are you going to do? I'm headed to South Dakota State in the fall here. Uh, what do you want to major in? Animal science. Oh, ah, good for Pretty you. Bad. You want to be a vet or what do you want to do? Yep, a livestock vet. Oh, ah, good. Dr. Bailey Brown is with us. So <laughs> we'll, we'll be the first ones to call her doctor. Well, Bailey is the queen of uh, the Spooner Rodeo. And uh, Bailey, again, the performances will start right away tomorrow. What are the times? Um, so every performance starts at 7.30 p.m. Uh, for, uh, Thursday through Saturday. All right. And, of course, tickets are the main thing now. And as uh, Dick Fankhauser told us here just before the top of the hour, that we've got uh, some of these performances as far as reserve seats sold out. So how do we find out what tickets are available and how we can get them? So you can go online to the website at SpoonerRodeo.com, or you can stop into the... Um, the tourist, the Washburn County Information Center. Okay. And um, buy your tickets there. Otherwise, you could always call the number at 1-800-367-3306. All right. So, again, we're talking about the Spooner Rodeo. It's this week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Also with us is Gloria Stump, who is the princess. And, Gloria, during the rodeo, what, uh, what do you and Bailey have to do? So, during the rodeo, we go out... Uh, before the rodeo starts, we have things like the exceptional rodeo and the nickel scramble. And so we go out and we help the kids with those. Mm-hmm. And then through the rest of the night, we carry a lot of our sponsor flags around the arena. And afterwards, we do autograph signings. So if you come and you want autograph signs, just stop by afterwards. And we also we go through the parade and few other small things that are going on that weekend all right and a lot of things are going on this weekend at the 68th spooner rodeo we'll talk with these young ladies and others affiliated with the rodeo coming up but uh, in a few moments we're going to hear about uh, farm technology days the budget process and what that's all about what does it take to put on farm technology days next right here on wax Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It is upon us. We're looking on the horizon. Farm Technology Days will be here within a matter of a week. And it takes a, a lot of, takes a village, so to speak, to put it together. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And uh, one of the first things you have to do when you're putting together a three-day show or a business to last a long time is look at your budget. And, Stephanie, there are a lot of dollars involved in Farm Technology Days. Yes, there are, Bob. And when you're walking around Tent City at Farm Technology Days, I think you should take some time to appreciate just how much money and support it takes to operate a show of that caliber. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Jim Mild Brand is in charge of the Fund Development Committee for the 22. 22- 
2022 Wisconsin Farm Tech Days in Clark County. And Jim tells us the price tag for the show that will welcome thousands. It's about $2.7 million. $2.7 million. And I suppose that's gone up since Clark County last held its Farm Tech Day show in 2005. That's an average over the last five years. Now, some of that is monetary money and some of it is in-kind where where companies and individuals donate equipment or time or something and we count that too against that two thousand two million seven hundred thousand dollar budget it's interesting though clark county is a smaller county less populated smaller business than maybe its counterparts across the border so funding has to be done in a more unique way yes um we thought about that and realized that there'd be a lot of small companies and individuals that would maybe want to sponsor Farm Technology Days. So we came up with the 1510 Club, where one is 100, five is 500, and 10 is $1,000. And we've had a great response from the community and individuals. About 100 people or companies have joined the 1510 Club and either donated money or services or equipment or something that we needed. And so that's been a great help in in making us reach our funding goals. And you're really in the center of the county, too. So you've been reaching all corners of Clark County from Loyal. Yes, yes. We've had great participation. One of the things that we did, my wife as co-chair, we planned some events. We had a taste of Clark County in Loyal in July of last year. We had... uh, a fund- fundraising event at Munson Bridge up north of Withy in October, and this spring in April at the American Legion in uh, Nilesville, we had another fundraising event, and that was called the Barn Dance. And so we've exceeded our budget in that area, raising approximately $25,000 with events. Oh, wow. Walk me through how those events worked. Was it people pay to come in, or are they donating at the event? How did that work? Well, there would be a uh, charge to enter, and with that, you'd get a meal, and then people would donate. We had silent auctions. We had live auctions. Uh, So people and companies would donate something for the live auction. Uh, Several restaurants and companies uh, such as... uh, Maria Caguda donated uh, some cheese, uh, Nolachek Meats, uh, Schmidt's on Main and Nielsville donated food, and several other companies either donated food or items to be auctioned off. And so that we had a great response. The 10-horse hitch we're going to see here in a little bit. Uh, that was one of the auction items that actually raised $900 the night of the uh, Taste of Clark County here in, in Loyal. So that's how we did it. We had uh, people that would donate baskets, our food, and then we'd have an admission at the gate, and then we'd have uh, we had basket drawings and silent auctions and live auctions. And it sounds like it was a way for individuals to get involved in Farm Tech Days, maybe people that will be attending, not just businesses. Correct, yes. We had great individual response. So back to that $2.7 million mark, how close have you gotten to fundraising that money? Are you still fundraising now that uh, we're just a few weeks away from the event? We are very close to needing that. We think we're going to be financially successful, meaning that after all the expenses are paid, we will have some money left over to pay like food, people that volunteer in food tents, offer some scholarships and those kind of things. Cash-wise, uh, our budget's two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, we should we should reach that goal when things are done, and then uh, 
and in kind has been very very strong with people donating uh, money and equipment uh, Clark Electric and XL Energy and other area electrical contractors are donating their time and equipment to install the electricity at the show people are donating wood chips and hay and just about everything you can think of that we need people are donating or doing in-kind sponsorships and unfortunately, people power, time, and equipment are hard to come by these days. Jim says showgoers may notice a few differences this time around in the color of equipment due to supply chain challenges. One of the th- things I want to point out is uh, one of our sustaining members, John Deere, for the past few years have, has donated 50 gators and some tractors and manure spreaders and those kind of things. This year, because of shortages of everything they were unable to do that so bob meyer approached swiderski implement and they stepped forward and they they have taken that role of providing us the equipment and the use of the equipment and that is approaching fifty thousand dollars worth of in-kind sponsorship that they're doing and we're very grateful for them because we were we were scratching our heads as to how we were going to get the gators and farm equipment that we needed to make the show possible. And again, there are a lot of challenges to putting that on as uh, equipment dealers don't have the equipment and, you know, the extension service in Madison has pulled out of the show. So I'll tell you, the local counties taking on a great burden to put on farm technology days. And if you uh, get to Madison, talk to the leaders of extension, not your county people, but uh, talk to the folks in Madison about the uh, why they're pulling in the horn so much and economics of course is a big reason 28 minutes after five o'clock we'll get some markets rocky's going to join us from premier over and withy next keeping it rural wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report all right almost 29 minutes after five o'clock here on a wednesday morning at wax let's get some more of the chores done as we go to talk to rocky over at premier livestock in withy Morning, Rocky. How'd you enjoy yesterday working with cattle? Well, it was a good busy day, but she was a little sticky. Yeah, a little is right. Well, uh, how'd the sale go, and what's ahead for the rest of the week? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We had a very busy uh, day with uh, no sale on Monday for the holiday. Uh, we did sell 1,600 head of livestock. We had also had our special feeder cattle auction, uh, selling 450 head of feeder cattle. Uh, new crop beef calves, mostly 140 to $2 a pound. Your heavier yearlings, mostly 135 to 170 Most weights of all classes of Holstein steers were 110 to one forty-five. Uh, bred beef cows mostly a thousand eleven hundred to seventeen fifty. We had a few top cows up to two thousand dollars. Beef breeding bulls uh, mostly from about fourteen hundred all the way up to twenty-one hundred. Uh, them smaller bulls bringing less. Uh, fed cattle market sold steady to a little lower. High, cho- high choice and prime Holstein steers one twenty-nine to one thirty-nine. Choice beef steers and heifers one thirty-three to one forty-one. Market cows steady. High yielding cows from eighty-four to a dollar six. Most cows sixty-seven to eighty-three. Market bulls high yielding a dollar to a dollar twenty-one. 
lower yielding 99 and down. Organic market cows mostly from 95 to $1.15. Newborn Holstein uh, bull calves, we had a very big run of Holstein bull calves selling 720 head of them. Uh, that market was a little lower, mostly from 75 to 160 on the Holsteins. Beef calves 125 to 310. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 80. Uh, today, Wednesday, we got a hay auction at 930, 11 o'clock a.m. dairy cattle auction, expecting 300 head of dairy cattle for the auction today. Uh, we do have two complete herd dispersals. We got a herd of 100 Holstein or Holstein and crossbred uh, parlor freestall cows. Lots of color in that herd. Herd number two. Uh, we got 70 Holstein tie stall cows just uh, consigned yesterday due to health reasons. Uh, we have a top, many top loads of parlor freestall cows, including a hand-picked load of top-notch cows. Uh, great selection of spring and heifers, Holsteins, and crossbreds. Questions, give us a call at Premier at 715-229-2500. Online bidding is available through Cattle USA. Uh, questions on marketing your livestock, upcoming uh, auctions, uh, detailed consignments, that'll be at Premier Livestock. Livestockandauctions.com, and Bob, that's the way it shaped up. Catch any fish over the 4th of July with the kids? You know what, darn it, we did. We uh, we went out, uh, let's say, Sunday, and uh, we caught, I think we caught 33 keepers, and we had a nice fish fry on Monday. Oh, what a deal. Good way to do it. Well, that's good to hear. Hey, you have a good, uh, good day. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thanks a lot. There he goes. That's Rocky over there. Premier Livestock and with the rodeo and spooner going out. We'll talk a little more about that. We'll get Mike in the weather. He'll tell us about weather for the rodeo. Morgan with the news. We're busy. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Mike Gandry is going to join us to take a look at our weather forecast. But again, we've got rodeo royalty in here. We've got the queen, the princess, and the court jester. Dick Fankhauser is also with us. But uh, Bailey Brown is the queen, and uh, Bailey... Stick around after the rodeo. You got music. You guys, you and uh, Gloria, have your dance cards full yet? What's the music all about? <laughs> yeah, so we have the Steel River Band playing every night at 10 o'clock. And that's right at the rodeo grounds. Yep, yep, right in, under the pavilion by the food. You got refreshments there so uh, folks can enjoy some of that at the rodeo as well, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, yep, that'll be there. Ah, good. Hey, Gloria. Give us an idea of some of the sponsors, because I know some of these have been uh, with the rodeo for a good long time, and of course, uh, rodeos depend on sponsors. The the shoot gates are, you know, with signs and all over the rodeo grounds. Who are some of the good long-time sponsors and some of the folks that help put on the Spooner Rodeo? So, one of our really big sponsors, we absolutely love Coca-Cola. They've been with us for a long time. They sponsor Family Night, which is Thursday. Uh, we have Budweiser. And then we also have lots and lots of pizza, and they are actually our sponsor of the year this year, so a lot of thanks to them. Um, another thing, like Wrangler. Um, How about Jack Links and Quick Jack Links, and yep. Blaine's and Jack Farm and Fleet and all those as well. Yep, yep, and Tractor Central, Tractor Supply, quite a few of them, oh, lots and lots sure. of sponsors. And again... We want to get to our tickets, and we're going to do that here in just a moment. So if you want to go to the rodeo, and again, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, 7.30 performances, and I think the weather's going to be pretty good. Chippewa Valley Bean bringing our weather. Mike Dandry is over in the Skywarn 13 weather room, and uh, I did a little weather forecast earlier for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and these rodeo folks are smiling there, Michael. Right. It's uh, looking pretty good. Now, 
tomorrow, I guess there's a little bit of discrepancy in a few forecast models, but Friday and Saturday look absolutely beautiful. Uh, for today, we'll expect temperatures mostly around the upper 70s. We'll have some cloud cover and possibly a stray shower here and there. The only thing is, is we'll keep that humidity as our dew points will hang out mostly in the 60s and 70s. Going into tonight, mostly cloudy conditions hang around. Again, mid-60s for our overnight lows. Tomorrow, that's where the discrepancy comes in. There are a few forecast models showing us that will be uh, mainly uh, sunny going into the afternoon, whereas others are showing a slight chance of some showers. I'm partial to at least some cloud cover and possibly another uh, stray shower here and there, but our uh, high is getting into about the low 80s. Now, Friday and Saturday, again, that's where we'll have a good bit of sunshine and temperatures in the low 80s. Sunday, though, that brings us another chance at a few showers here and there. Uh, low 80s on tap for our highs. And uh, Monday and Tuesday, also a couple more chances of some showers and storms with uh, low to mid 80s for our highs. But at the moment, we're looking at a few clouds and a temperature of 68 degrees and a dew point. Well, it's lower than yesterday for what that's worth, but still 63 degrees for that. So we'll get 90 today. No, not another 90-degree day. Yesterday was uh, it was just a little miserable all around. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I went out and mowed my yard and worked up a good sweat. Oh, so. God bless you on that <laughs> one, Bob. I was hoping it was going to rain, but it uh, really didn't. But mm. we'll, we'll survive. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bob. You have a good one. You too. Mike Dandrio in Skywarn 13 looking at our weather this morning, courtesy of Chippewa Valley Bean. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at cvbean.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 23 minutes before 6 o'clock. Time to get some local news with our rodeo queen, Morgan McCarthy. You ever get involved in rodeo or horses or anything like that? I can barely keep myself up on solid ground to feed. No, not me, <laughs> but I like to watch. I think that is a talent and a skill for sure. Yeah, there's something there. They need go see a doctor about why you'd climb on a good bull. <laughs> hey, I think it's more about the belt buckles. There are some nice outfits and rhinestones walking around the ring there. Boy, that is for sure. Well, what's going on? Well, we'll start with headlines that keep us in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. An update now out of Altoona. As we know, both the name of the victim and suspect in a deadly weekend hit and run with 715 Newsroom coverage. It's John DeMaster that brings us the latest. Police yesterday said 29-year-old Jonathan Peacock was killed while walking down Highway 12 early Sunday morning. Altoona police say 35-year-old Brendan Barkovich is the one that hit him. Police asking for a hit-and-run charges as well as cocaine possession charges against Barkovich. Prosecutors have not yet filed formal charges in the case. I'm John DeMaster. We stretch the lens a little wider across the state and see that the woman accused of chopping up her boyfriend after a day of drug use is headed to trial. A judge yesterday set Taylor Shabusiness's trial for October 24th. She was found competent by two sets of doctors in the case. Police say she strangled her boyfriend and then dismembered his body. Investigators say she told them she didn't intend to kill the man, but also said she didn't stop. 
Looking into other headlines, it's the political stage that changes a little bit with Kevin Nicholson no longer running for governor. Nicholson dropped out of the race yesterday, saying he doesn't have a path to victory. And Nicholson did have a 10 percent Republican vote, according to the latest Marquette Law School poll, but says he will not be endorsing any of the other candidates in that August primary. Nicholson's departure leaves former Lieutenant Governor Rebecca Kleefish and construction magnate uh, Tim Michaels as the two remaining frontrunners. Continuing on that political scene, when it comes to Nashville, they could be out. Could Milwaukee be in? Local leaders in Music City balk it a bit to host the Republican National Convention. The city council was supposed to vote on an agreement with RNC planners yesterday, but there were two local Democrats there that pulled the plan before that could happen, say they were worried about costs of the convention and the potential for divisive rhetoric. Now, Nashville's wavering could open the door for Milwaukee to snag that in 2024, but Nashville is expected to try again in a couple of weeks. And Jurassic Park is at the box office, and maybe you have a little one with dino toys on the floor. Everybody has a favorite dinosaur, and now there's a new skeleton hitting the auction block. It's not a T-Rex, but it's close. The skeleton of a Gorgosaurus, which was found in Montana and is a cousin of a T-Rex, is being shipped to New York City and will be auctioned off on July 28th. It's expected to fetch between 5 and $8 million dollars. Back in 1997, a T-Rex skeleton sold for $8.3 million, which would be worth over $15 million today. By the way, the Gorgosaurus is rapper 50 Cent's favorite dinosaur. He tweeted that the worst thing about growing up is that nobody asks you what your favorite dinosaur is anymore. Lisa G, NBC News Radio, New York. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy, and we leave the prehistoric ages and head back to the barn with Bob Bolsold, the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. I am surprised it was wide open to talk about an old dinosaur in radio. Did you see that restraint, Bob? Yes, Did I you see that it. restraint? All I right. appreciate it. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> uh, there she goes. There's Morgan in the newsroom this morning as we look at our weather on, or news rather, on wax this morning. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. On Monday, July 18th at 9.30, Christensen Sales will handle the farm sale of the Leroy Ostricki Estate. The sale will be at the farm southeast of Stratford on Bangart Road. 70 head of high-grade Holstein dairy cattle will sell. A line of equipment live on-site and online bidding with EquipmentFacts.com. Tractors, hand forage tools, planting and tillage equipment, skid steers, and all kinds of other farm equipment. That's Monday, July 18th, 9.30. It's the Leroy Ostricki sale in the Stratford area from Christensen sales of Abbotsford. How do you prepare to feed 40 to 50,000 people in three days? Well, they're going to do it at Farm Technology Days in Clark County. Charged with that task, Donna and Tom O'Dean from the Loyal Area, and they're with us now to talk about food. Tom is with us, and Tom, you got some neat new things that I haven't heard of, grab-and-go stations on the grounds. What are they? Bob, we decided that we wanted to increase the number of food tents on the grounds, and so we came up with the idea of having these grab-and-go stations. They would be four smaller food tents that will be located around the corners of Innovation Square, and they will include um, uh, a grab-and-go bag, which a person would have a choice of a six-inch ham or turkey sandwich, along with chips, a cheese stick, and then either fruit or vegetable along with a beverage. Um, We also plan to have ice cream at those stations as well. 
And, of course, uh, there will be other foods tents available. Donna Odin is also with us. And, Donna, tell us about the, the major food tents as far as how many of those will you have on the grounds of Tent City? And what are some of the entrees you'll be serving? We will have four major tents located throughout the uh, facility. Um, we're focus. We're, we're keeping the, the our, our menu fairly simple. We're going with burger, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, brats, hot dogs, and then of course grilled cheese. Um, our feature, our show sandwich, will be um, uh, the rail splitter, which is a bacon cheeseburger. Or if you're really hungry, you could get a double uh, rail splitter. Uh, we're featuring cheese. Um, our local cheese factories and milk processing have been phenomenal about donations. Nasonville Dairy, Lindary, Land Lakes, and then Weber Farms will be providing our milk. And again, that's Tom and Donna Odeen. They are in charge of food. There'll be plenty of food, plenty of beverages. You'll keep cool because, uh, again, temperatures probably going to be in the 80s next week for Farm Technology Days. Again, Farm Technology Days in Clark County. But before that, we've got the Spooner Rodeo, the 68th Annual Spooner Rodeo. And uh, we've got the Queen with us, Bailey Brown, the Princess, Gloria Stump, and also uh, Dick Fankhauser is with us. And, uh, Dick, this, there's a lot of tradition in this rodeo. The stock contractor has been there since day one. Yep, the, it's the Barnes uh, PRCA Rodeo Stock Contracting Bobble. Started it out back in the fifties, and uh, he's been with that company has been with us for all sixty-eight years. It's probably uh, the longest uh, run, straight run for one contractor for one event. I believe that. And uh, Kelly Kenny is the announcer, and uh, he's a busy boy, but he's been with you a while too. Yes, he has. And he was. I just he called me last night. He just flew in from Malala, Oregon, uh, where he'd been doing a rodeo over the weekend. And Marty was out there. Actually, they hired him to run their rodeo out there. So he flew back to get back to the ranch to bring another load of cattle up. We've got we got a lot of cattle there this year because we have a lot of contestants. So we got uh, about four hundred different contestants in there. Oh, that's good, Dick Fankhauser. Thank you, Dick. And also, uh, again, as we said, the Queen Bailey Brown is with us. And Bailey, you've got a, a new event, a women's roping event. What's that all about? So we've got the women's breakaway roping, um, and that's a new event in the PRCA as of two or three years, I think. And then this will be the first year we've had it. And it's just like calf roping. Uh, you, the woman ropes the calf, except she doesn't have to get off. There's a little thread that snaps um, connecting the rope to the horn. And once that breaks, the time ends. So it's a pretty exciting event. Boy, I guess it is. And, and again, Gloria, tell me about the performances, when they will be, and at this point in time, who do we contact to get tickets? Because some of the reserved, I think Friday and Saturday night, reserve seats are sold out. So how do we get tickets for Thursday night, including reserved, and then Friday and Saturday general admission? Yeah, so for your tickets, you can go to SpoonerRodeo.com. Uh, you can also call our phone number, 1-800-367-3306. Uh, is probably the quickest way. You could also stop into the Washburn County Information Center, where they're also selling tickets. And if you just want some more information, the uh, Spooner Rodeo Facebook page is also available, and that's a very good place to get some more information on what's going on. All right, and uh, and you guys will be in the arena. Are you handing out ribbons or riding with the flags, or what are you guys going to be doing? Yep, we'll, we, we will be carrying all of our sponsor flags. Oh, that's great. And, Bailey, again, I think uh, one of the neat things here is this exceptional rodeo on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Tell us about that, and 
for folks that have children, special needs children that are involved in the exception rodeo, is there still a chance to get them involved, or is that pretty well filled up already? Uh, it looks like that's pretty well filled up. Okay. Um, it's about 45 minutes, and uh, they get a cowboy hat and a, um, a bandana and a couple other souvenirs so they can take home. And Yeah, it's really fun. If they don't get involved in that, bring the kids because you can get them dirty with a nickel scramble. Yeah, that's right. What's that all about? Yep, so there's going to be, I can't remember how many nickels, but it'll be a lot. And they're all thrown out into the arena, and it's pretty crazy to watch those kids run around and look for those nickels. There's some special ones, and you can get rodeo bucks, and I think you can buy things at vendors and stuff now that's, like that. Now, uh, that's part of the Friday night activities, right? Yep, uh, yeah. That'll start at 6.30 before the 7.30 performance. Music after the rodeo all three nights. Who's the band that'll be there again? Um, Steel River Band. All right. And, uh, again, food on the grounds. I would assume there'll be lots of good food. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll have the lots and lots of pizza out. Um, so they'll be selling that. And you can get some popcorn, uh, snow cones, cotton candy, all that good stuff. All right, and it's while well, the performance are uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunday, there is a little bit of activity at the grounds, too. What's that all about? So you can get breakfast at 7 at the rodeo grounds, and then at 9, um, there's the Cowboy Church service at all the right. ro- rodeo so, grounds as well. So, again, a lot of things going on at the 68th annual Spooner Rodeo. Man, 68 years, that's great. And we talk rodeo this morning, but it's time for us to talk markets. Let's go to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay and See what happened yesterday. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty five. We had a top of a dollar forty six. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers a dollar thirty four to a dollar forty. We had a top of a dollar forty three and a half. Choice Holstein steers a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty three. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers a dollar nineteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cow cows sold from eighty two to ninety six. We had a top of a dollar three. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty four to eighty one. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from sixty three and down. Organic market on two. Tuesday, 80% of the organic cows sold from 90 to $1.13. We had a top of $1.14. The bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Cold bulls sold from 80 to $1.05. We had a top of $1.18, an extremely high-yielding overnight bull. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 80 to $210 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $80 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $260 per head. We do sell organic cattle here on Tuesdays at the Altoona Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is July 8th. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more market. Let's get to the sale barn over in Stratford, the equity barn over there. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Well, did you do any sweating yesterday? Did you help make hay yesterday in a nice warm day? Well, good morning to you, Bob. No, I didn't make no hay, but uh, we had to mow lawn. But uh, uh, I was just, you were talking about mowing your lawn before you didn't. Uh, you didn't time that out very good. You should have waited till today when you had those young ladies that could have helped you. <laughs> I don't think they'd have helped me too much. But uh, no, I. Uh, I was hoping it was going to rain a little bit last night, so I got my push mower out, and I like to walk a little bit, get a little exercise, and uh, I did work up a pretty good sweat. That's for sure. But that was yesterday, and 
We'll see. Maybe I'll get the rider out today. But in the meantime, get us caught up. What's going on in this, uh, well, holiday-shortened week? Bob, I will do that. Again, I thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Tuesday, here at Equity Stratford. And we'll start off, first of all, uh, with the organic market yesterday. Uh, we do sell organic market cattle every Tuesday here in Stratford. Top quality, uh, high-yielding organic cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 113 to 125. Low-yielding organic cows, ten and below. Now we'll get to the conventional regular type market cows yesterday. Fully steady trend on those. Higher yielding fleshy Holstein and beef cows in yesterday's sale. Selling from 83 to 103. We topped at 105 on the cow market. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's auction uh, selling from 62 to 82. And a few of these thinner light carcass cows, $60 and below. On the bull trade to open up the week, our quality bulls are mostly at 103 to 115. Lighter bulls, 95 and below. On the calf market now, uh, a, slightly weak, a slightly weaker market on the Holstein bull calves yesterday. The better quality bull calves weighing 90 to 130 pounds, mostly from 85 to 165. Uh, a few bull calves selling from 170 to a top of 195. Heifer calves, a little better demand yesterday from 30 to 60, topping at 95. And your beef calves, 175, up to 340. Now we are at Wednesday already, the top of the week here. We start this morning, full marketing day here at Stratford. We start at 10 o'clock. That will consist of market today. will be market cows, conventional-type market cows. Fed cattle today, along with the bulls, slaughter bulls. Sheep, hog, and goats this morning, and baby calves. Peter cattle sale today will be a noontime start. And regular market auction tomorrow, 11 o'clock change in the sales schedule for that. Do you want to mention again, we do have that uh, very fancy herd of complete dispersal of registered Holstein organic milk cows. That is coming up next week, July 12th. Uh, dairy sale here at Stratford. Uh, complete herd dispersal. So a lot of information on your website. Uh, you folks, whether you're in an organic business or just want some real good quality cows, uh, check this out on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. A lot of top quality cows selling. A lot of them milking over 100 pounds a day. So looking forward for a very good sale there. We also have another smaller herd of 25 organic gray Holstein cows for that sale. So all that will be next week. And in the meantime, Bob, we'll turn it back to you. And uh, now... Uh, uh, the young lady still in the studio there? No, they had to go do uh, another media spot here early this morning, so uh, they're on their way. Well, I'll tell you what, you kind of lucked out there because I know you were just waiting to go out and buy them breakfast. <laughs> We've done that before, <laughs> but uh, not this morning. Hey, you have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. Enjoy the day. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Barn. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our markets brought to you by Synergy Co-op, where you get your LS tractors. Board of Trade, everything was down yesterday on the day trade. December corn was down 29 cents. November soybeans down 79 cents. Also a good thing that was down, August crude oil down $8.87 a barrel. Down to ninety nine fifty six. First time it's been under hundred dollars in a long time. This morning, though, December corn went down another four cents to five seventy four. The oats up three at four fifty. December wheat up eight at eight thirty two, and the wheat was down significantly, fifty eight cents yesterday in Minneapolis, thirty nine cents in Chicago. November soybeans up six cents this morning, sitting at thirteen twenty two in meal. October up four eighty a ton at three eighty one ninety. Country elevator prices: wheat and grain. Five ninety three on the corn, fourteen eighty six on the beans. Doomer's grain and Holman six fifty eight on the corn, fourteen forty five on the beans. Buck Country Arcadia corn six forty five, beans fourteen forty five. 
On the DTN screen at Golden Plump, corn at 647. Baldwin, 628 and 1432. Corn at Duran, 629 today. Beans, 1429. Mondovi, 629 and 1432. Elmwood, 634 on the corn, 1432 on the beans. Fall Creek, 614 and 1421. Osseo corn, 639 the beans, 1437. Elk Mound, 603 on the corn, 1459 on the beans. At Sparta, 640 and 1475. Ellsworth corn 614 and the beans 1421 at the ethanol plants corn at Boyceville 643 Stanley 648 New Richmond grain facility 643 dairy down yesterday barrels down four at 216 and a half block cheese down eight and three quarters 208 and a half butter down seven at 294 July class three down 32 at 2210 August down 74 at 2168 September down 75 at 2195 October down 61 at 2240. A little better day today. It'll be more cloudy. Highs probably won't make it out of the 70s. About 78. And then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, partly cloudy. Temperatures in the low 80s. 68 degrees right now at WAC. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.